Preparations for the United States to launch a hot war against China are far more advanced than most people realize, top analyst Phil Hines reports today. The United States has quietly gone through a multi-step process across Asia, drawing in numerous countries one by one, says the Hong Kong-based geopolitical specialist. President Joe Biden, uh, despite showing signs of peak dodderiness, has been visiting Vietnam, where he gave some memorable speeches, such as this one. But I tell you what, I don't know about you, but I'm going to go to bed. The infamous Victoria Newland visited Mongolia. I wonder if Mongolia remembers what happened after she took an interest in a certain country in Europe. The icy Antony Blinken went to Central Asia, several countries there, and India and elsewhere. US Secretary for Defense uh, Lloyd Austin made a new military agreement with Papua New Guinea and sponsored separate joint military exercises with Japan, Indonesia, Australia, the Philippines, South Korea, and Thailand. Now, it's already well known that Japan and South Korea have been turned into like military outposts of the United States, but they're just the hubs of a much bigger operation, Phil Hines reports. Now, these hubs have many spokes. Let's consider a few. Now, the Philippines, whose people were badly mistreated when it was a colony of the US, uh, they've, they've recently been handed back to the hands of the former colonizer by its current leaders, who are now creating numerous joint military projects with the US. Thailand, too, has been turned into a US partner, and America's infamous political interference machine, the NED, has been working in Malaysia and Indonesia. In both places, the NED has been tasked with ensuring that US-friendly leaders are in power. What about democracy? As anyone who reads history can testify, the activities of the National Endowment for Democracy and the promotion of actual democracy are not the same thing at all. In fact, I'd say they were diametric opposites. It's all rather ironic. The US goes ballistic over any outside interference in their politics, even if it's entirely imaginary. Here's an example. After categorically saying that China did interfere in US elections, US later admitted that China actually did no such thing. But at the same time, it spends billions of dollars interfering in the politics of Asian nations. On the press front, the US ordered the world's journalists to stop using the term Asia-Pacific and replace it with Indo-Pacific, so they can present any coming conflict as Indo-Pacific versus China. The press has also been told that the military exercises are designed to deter China, to imply that that country needs to be deterred from invading Australia and other Asia-Pacific countries. In fact, China has no such plans, having plenty of its own problems on which to focus. Phil Hines also reveals the real thinking behind AUKUS, the, uh, the pact between the US, the UK and Australia. That narrative has always had a big plot hole. The Australian media has been pushing the bizarre and entirely false line that China will soon start a war in the Indo-Pacific region and invade Australia, even taking over the world. Now, this fanciful story has been used to justify the, the spending of a huge amount of Australia's public cash on submarines. Uh, but the small print says they won't be delivered until the 2040s, so it'd be too late to stop this imaginary invasion. What's the real story? The real purpose of AUKUS is to tie Australia into a NATO-like deal where the US can instruct Australian leaders to take military action. 
Heinz reports. The analyst also mentions the Solomon Islands. When China made a partnership deal with this tiny country, a place so small it doesn't appear on most maps, there were days of sustained outrage from the media. Yet the US can spend months making massive militarization deals with countries around Asia without a single critical word from the press. These interlocking defense pacts and agreements, Heinz writes, are exacerbating problems with already fragile fault lines and they're raising tensions to a dangerous level, which is exactly what they are intended to do. Meanwhile, a couple of memes recalling the words of much-beloved Chinese leader Zhao Enlai have gone viral. Zhao said the main problems in Asia were caused by American interference because they create conflicts everywhere. He said it was wrong that the US had elected itself world policemen. Let them go home and the world will have peace again, he said. Now those words spoken in August of 1965 could have been spoken today. What to do? What's important now is for the people of Asia to work together to prevent these outside forces stirring up needless trouble here. One simple first step is for Asia to adopt Western rules against political interference. America wouldn't let an Asian NED type operation in its country, so why should Asian nations allow America's NED to splash the cash and make problems on our side of the world? Now Hong Kong has taken that step, others should take it too. Another is for all of us to realise that the international press, which means Reuters, AFP, AP, BBC, NYT, Guardian and so on, are actively pushing a pro-Western narrative. We need to all develop a healthy scepticism about their reports on Asia. The third thing is for us to continue to, to develop our critical thinking facilities. Asia is famous for being full of rather nerdy bookish people who love studying and love maths. I'm one of them. I suspect you may be too. We need to find a way to ensure that the Asian dream, which is to create a, a peaceful region which, in which we can all be, we can be nerds in peace, can become a reality. Peace. Peace.